I feel like people don't like honesty. <laughs> no, I love honesty. <laughs> Not right now. Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are the first and second highest regarded experts on Marcel Proust in the U.S., Martin and Brady. Sarcasm is losers trying to bring winners down to their level, and that's step four in the program. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up a minute. Do you know what a loser is? A real loser is someone who's so afraid of not winning, they don't even try. Now you're trying, right? And this week, we arkin back to 2006 and take a family road trip to the Little Miss Sunshine pageant. Brady, this was your, you were excited about this one. Yeah, this was a movie I remember seeing, likely, in 2006, and thinking was just so fantastic. It was just a great, so much heart and humor and just all around. Completely unique story. Just kind of came out, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you just weren't expecting it to be as good as it was. Um, so yeah, I was happy. I felt like, obviously, a lot of father-related issues in this as well, yeah. so or not issues per se, but at least a lot of father-related no, storylines. You were right with issues. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, was happy to rewatch, and I definitely still really enjoy the movie. I don't know if I liked it as much as I thought I did. I think I'm the same. Same Like, I enjoyed it, and I haven't seen it probably since, yeah, the first first time, 2006. Maybe I've seen bits and pieces of it since then. But I feel like I, I both understood why I liked it so much then, and yeah, and kind of I'm like, yeah, there's but there's been some some other things maybe since then and and under like a second viewing and like more scrutinizing watch it, h- it held up but but yeah there's something yeah. maybe where where i'm not i don't it's not my favorite movie of all time or anything like that. right right yeah i did not see this right out the bat i, I was really waiting for you to be like this is my first time <laughs> no i think i watched it when we were doing 40 movies in 40 days oh yeah as part of that and i i enjoyed it then um like you said it it's still good right it's still a good yeah. movie and you know, I just felt myself watching more critically, I guess, this time. Yeah. And, and as a dad. We're right. all seeing it as yeah. a dad. And feeling like Greg Kinnear needed a kick in the pants. <laughs> like somebody should have beat his ass. Yeah, he's not uh, He's not going to come off looking too, too hot, which I mean, I don't, I don't think he was supposed to necessarily. Right. And I will say to a degree, it definitely didn't redeem himself by the end of the movie, but he came closer to redeem. Yeah. I mean, he, he came around to a point. I think that's what I noticed this time around is that, you know, all their individual arcs did have growth, except for Alan Arkin, who passed away. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I honestly, I didn't remember I that. I kind of forgot that too. And yeah. then when it happened, I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, yeah. obviously, and then after, as, as it happened, I'm like, yeah, I remembered the whole, how, how big a part it played in, in, the, in the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, you, you hated to see him go because he, I mean, he by far is. The yeah. Best. I mean, you got grandpa doing heroin. It's, uh, <laughs> and I forgot that, that, Opening scene, he's doing doing it right in the beginning. I, yeah. I don't remember that at all. No, nor like, I. I think later on they, you know, they they talk about it and they they mention that and they, you sh- kind of show him doing it again, but not not doing the straight up lines. <laughs> so like, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't remember that really. No, he. So I I did want to talk in general the cast. The cast is phenomenal. So good. Yeah, I, everyone's I, great. I was like, I mean, I looked up who the casting director was. I was like, is this is this person just like crush all movies? No, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> we won't dive too deep down that path. But I mean, it is, it's a crazy, and I think it's like six Oscar like nominees, and uh, there were some Oscar winners to come out of this. Yeah. But the right ones. 
Yeah. So <laughs> Abigail Breslin. Yeah. Was she's awesome. Um, so, Olive, so the goodness. scream in the beginning, like her excited scream. If that alone, if she won with just that scene, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm in. I think she like crushed that to the point of perfection. So yeah, she was, and I don't know that she's done a ton since. I mean, she's definitely been in stuff, but yeah. I don't think she's she's Zombie Land. She, um, but she won an Oscar at a pretty young age. It's uh for what, which movie for this didn't for this she, or was she just nominated? Oh, I thought she was just nominated. I thought Arkin was the only actor that won. Hmm, maybe I misread that. We're gonna have to. Check I don't think she though. won because no. she would have been one of the youngest That's to true. win. And yeah, I probably was just like, okay, I'm in. I believe it. Yeah, you, we mentioned Kinnear. She was a nominee for Best Supporting. Okay, actress, so yeah, yeah, who was uh. Yeah, Kinnear, normally pretty likable guy in most things. <laughs> but yeah, he, he took it he took a heel turn this time. Right. It's not even so much that he's just he's just so like type A and so focused on this and you could just see the eye roll of everybody in the family. Yeah. Well you talked about about like him. I thought the correct the right storyline would have been uh Steve Carell's character like punching him in the face at some point. <laughs> yeah. While it wasn't that Steve Carell's that character's like thing. It just he early on was just like I think he said like is he always like this? Like it was. I mean, it didn't take him long to be like, what the fuck is yeah. going on here? I think, I think they could have had showed like a little bit more conflict, but I guess I guess his again the arc or the change in the character was when he was talking to uh, to Walter White. <laughs> um, what's his Dan name? Grossman. Dan Grossman. Dan Grossman. Yeah. What do you mean you didn't recognize? You remember that name? That's a throwback. I don't. That was a call out for Fargo. Was it? Yeah, intentional. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, he was always talking about talking about. It. I got my Stan Grossman. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That was an intentional that. intentional call out by the writer. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I thought you would. That's <laughs> no. what I, was like. I I thought I recognized the name, but I'm just like yeah. that's probably just. Like I mean, a common it's, thing. it's fair. I yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but well, um, uh, I'm sorry. What's the what's the actor's name? Brian Cranston played um, Stan Grossman. A lot of uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. Tim Watley vibe going in that character <laughs> very from, much uh, from Tim Seinfeld. Watley from Seinfeld yeah. yes that's Brian Cranston's other character he bearded him up but it had a lot that's what I was seeing a lot. I was like this is kind of like a Tim Watley like <laughs> extension that's it's so great but my, my original sorry. point was yeah sorry. I have to see if I can get back to it um, was just that like that seemingly could have been like the the moment where he where he changes where he sees the error in his ways of saying that there's a difference between winners and you know winners and losers and and all that stuff that he keeps saying to his daughter, but you know both his kids or his whole family. And oddly enough, they they said that that's where the idea from for this whole movie came about was a, a speech that Arnold Schwarzenegger gave about talking about losers and the difference between winners and losers. And the the screenwriter uh, Michael Arndt uh, said that he's just like he just didn't didn't think that was true at all. He's like I think people you know go from being winners and losers in their life and i just i just don't buy into that at all so that's where they built that Hmm. uh, the story around that idea that there are people that just think that you what separates you is like winners and losers yeah and i you know i thought i thought it was like it wasn't too heavy-handed a way to kind of to give that message in this movie i thought they did a pretty good job of showing that concept through the idea of beauty pageants and a dad that tries to be a motivational I was gonna say, life coach speaker. There's an irony guy. in the the guy spouting that not being successful. Yeah, I mean, at him all. being the really arguably the biggest right. loser of the of the whole family. Yeah, right? I felt like that yeah. ir- that irony throughout was pretty strong. And maybe and maybe that is what when Stan Grossman says to him, "It's you. It's yeah. not your program. It, it's that nobody's heard of you. Nobody knows you." It's like, yeah, he basically was saying. You're a loser, and no one, no <laughs> right. one's going to buy this from you unless you have 
And that's what I've always thought. Like anyone who says they're a life coach, I'm like, okay, but is your life that great? Yeah. <laughs> or are you trying to use this to make a, your life? Because you're great? a life coach, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you should, you should have your, your life should be amazing. I should want your life. Right. If I don't, yes. it's not really gonna, it's not really selling me. When I was watching, I just felt the whole uh, like diner scene. I wanted to oh, just punch yeah. him in the face I mean, with yeah. the ice cream. Like, oh, that's yeah. Especially oh. not that you'd need to be a dad to find that like just. <laughs> Very hard to watch, but it added another element of just like what I can't even like fathom, right? Like, the mentality and everyone again, everyone such a great acting scene for everybody because Tony Collette just with a with a look and maybe maybe a word here and there, but like you knew exactly what she was thinking and like and everyone else too, and it was just great that Grandpa yep. and uh, the uncle and Frank, uncle, yeah, Frank, thank you, and uh, and Dwayne, they all you know had some of the ice cream and just told him to stop. Like it, <laughs> it had a really great kind of resolution even though he's he didn't quite get it greg kinnear didn't quite get it dad kept going with it but i still thought it had a, had a good resolution nope. a really good scene yeah it was absolutely good. right and then the callback to it when she asked miss california like do you eat ice cream <laughs> she's like yeah i love it like yeah. all right there you go yeah it's it, it was tough but it was it was good we mentioned uh tony collette we've mentioned before huge fans yeah she's almost gonna make everything she's in better yeah yeah um steve carell uncle frank this was he was like a nobody when they yeah. cast him in this, and then simultaneously became huge because of Four Year Old Virgin. Was he in the office yet, though? That was just starting too. Just so starting, it was like yeah. all of this was converging. They said the they went from people were, they were trying to recast that role because they had somebody that no one knew, and they there was they thought they could get so, like a lot bigger name, and then going to wanting him to be like <laughs> promoting it because he all of a sudden was on a huge platform. I think he does a very good job of not only doing comedy, obviously, but also playing like serious roles. So I'm going to ask this question to Martin because I don't think you have. Have you seen Foxcatcher? No. Okay. Yes. Oh, you wow. have. Look I mean, that. Channing Tatum's <laughs> in that movie. You know that, right? I've seen Channing. I have watched Logan Lucky too. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't know you were going to go down that road. <laughs> I thought it was an automatic no for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I got shunned because <laughs> you were the obvious yes. Not so fast, my friend. I very everybody said he was really good in that too, and it's I just, just thought the movie sucked. But really, yeah, I didn't think the movie was good. I haven't seen it. So, oh yeah, I remember this. Um, no, I did not see it. <laughs> Thanks or for did playing. I? <laughs> or I saw did some I? of it. I don't yeah. remember now. It's not that good. It was. That's what everyone was waiting. It was like the big dramatic. You know, he he's not bad in it, but it's just not good. And it's based on, you know, it's whatever. Story. And, and rewatching Little Miss Sunshine, I, I liked his character even more than the first time I saw it. Like, I, I remember knowing Steve Carell, because I think I watched The Office when it when it came right out. So I think I watched this after that. Um, I, I thought he was an odd choice at first. So I'm like, oh, it's, I don't know if that, that works. But um, but I thought he was great in it. This, this I game. thought he was really good. I, I did feel like there were, there were a couple of times I was like, it just felt like more could have been there. But for the most part, I thought he was pretty good. And, you know, he obviously was playing with a lot, I mean, in terms of an attempted suicide and I don't know if he was closeted homosexual or not. I mean, it, it, they definitely, it was outed pretty quick, but it seemed like, kind of felt like it was a surprise at the same time. So I was like, I don't know who knew or didn't know, but. Yeah, I think, I think he was, he was out as, as gay, but I'm, I'm not, I, I, I see why you would, why you might think that. And then also, um, I thought it was interesting that 
Um, him and Tony Collette were both in the way, way back. Yeah. <laughs> Which, together. <that's> right. Yeah. <laughs> together. Exactly. That's brother and sister in this one. And, and, uh, <laughs> they were dating in the other one. But, but yeah, I just wondered if that was a, came from this movie. Like, since, yeah. Since way, way back was I after that, or if that was just a coincidence. But they, I'm sure they maybe clearly, happy to work together. Yeah. But Paul Dano, again, back here in our life, a yeah. young, and this is kind of, I think, what put him a little bit on the map. Yeah, I think this is what I was more, more thinking about when we talked about him when we when we were talking about there will be blood, and we mentioned the girl next door. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it was. This yeah, movie. that was. I mean, maybe what put him on the technically on the map, but this was more of I think a yeah. really good, powerful role. Correct. Yeah, and I mean, again, to have to not speak through a lot of it and still play the role really well. Um, they said that they wanted like a muscle bound like mohawk kind of militant type kid for it but then they they had a chance for paul dano and they're like it more than more than made up for it he's really um, good and in, 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 for the in the character that he is I, he just he really does nail it and there's so much emotion especially when they do the test they do the colorblind test and yeah. you know it's just like there's yeah it just erupts i think that yeah i mean i think this whole movie is just filled with a lot of really well crafted scenes yeah right like it's and, and they all fit together really really well but every scene i thought was yeah just impeccably done um someone's well doing written. really great in, in every scene. yeah yeah i think that's I think that's the best best way to put it literally from stringing it together and it just and there's absurdity kind of through all, all of it but it not it never seems over the top over the top absurd right. it, it all is very you know believable and the you know the car that just doesn't start is a nice <laughs> symbolism for the, the entire family or something but it, it just works as a as a as a plot device too that that adds some some humor through everything as well so yeah it's a really just a really well-made movie and such a unique again especially in this day and age now where we're just regurgitating so much stuff and everything's a, a blockbuster or you know a fast a fast franchise or an MCU movie. It's nice to go back to this and be like, yeah, there's there's still some really good independent movies. Well, um, this that was, can be made. And this was I felt like, and that wasn't like the first. No, but, this, but it was. This, yeah, but it was this a, was like the first independent to be like nominated for a best picture. I agree. It was a, definitely a resurgence. I think after this was um, Juno. I think might have sure. been like a year after this or something, and that was like the indie darling of the next yeah. year. And I remember thinking like, oh, this is the Little Miss Sunshine of this year for like yeah. the next couple of years. And I don't know that may have fallen off but i remember juno being one of those as well yeah but i think it, it to an extent opened the door for yeah. those smaller movies that yeah do they are great but they aren't the stereotypical blockbuster that's being held to be released on you know christmas day it's just is out there and it's everyone that goes and sees it's like wow that was awesome right um and then alan arkin or uh yeah i mean in a in a entire movie of great performances I mean, has definitely stood out. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> That's the best, and he got rewarded for it. He did. He did win best supporting actor for the for this role. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look to see who he was up against, but I would have stood on a soapbox for uh, for <laughs> for this one for sure. I just love when he's on screen, and then honestly, like I said, I forgot he died in it, and I was like. I wanted more of him. I oh, just wanted yeah. to see like how he would have reacted, and I I forgot the song that they played at the end. I knew it was something unusual, <laughs> but it would have been great to just kind of see his reaction to it. And, like, I didn't remember either, and so when it was, I did remember that they kept giving you these little hints that the production was going to be outrageous, you yeah. know, and that and I was like, oh yeah, he definitely has a huge say in like 
what she's gonna do but yeah it had been so long that i had forgotten the song and the dance and yeah i mean so funny such a big payoff right because yeah you're you're hinting at the whole time and it's like you you don't think about the mom that the fact that the mom hasn't seen the performance at all or or or, nobody's seen it nobody's seen it she's just been working on this thing and then of course he picks a stripper song (laughs) and a stripper routine because that's what grandpa would do i mean he's that kind of guy Oh, I mean, it's it just, yeah, it just is a huge pair. And it's, it's, it's hard. I would think that would be a really hard, we were talking about like, you know, selling it to the studio. You would think you'd be like, oh, I have a seven-year-old girl that's supposed to be doing a, uh, like a stripper routine at a beauty pageant contest. And you're like, how are we going to get this made? Yeah. But they do it with such heart that right. you n- it never feels, you know, yeah, it's throughout. the complete opposite. Like you're, you want to be there supporting that, that girl because everyone else is, yeah, like they said, they were going to make fun of her or um, laugh at her. Yeah, laugh and, at her. Um, I liked and, that too with uh, Kinnear and uh, Dwayne. Yeah, uh, you know, like essentially going to mom, like we got to end this. Like we do not. She does not belong in this crazy psychotic world of beauty pageants. That you know the the people that are out there are clearly on a different level. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the mom's like, no, we got to let Olive be Olive. Yeah, let, and, her, let her let her do. I mean, this is what she's working for, and you don't want to crush her. And yeah, I mean, it all all worked out in the end. Don't know that it would really work out that way in real life. But, Probably not. Um, but again, it's a movie, and it was uh, it was definitely fun. And that guy, there's like, oh, your first pageant, and then at the end, he's like, yeah. Do you, did I you was, recognize that guy? No, I I couldn't quite place. Uh, him. Um, I do think he looked vaguely familiar. I didn't even bother looking him up. So I looked him up because I I saw his face when at the end, and then he was part of the Rocks team in Fast Five. <laughs> of course, it all it all comes back. <laughs> To the fast franchise, you just randomly a fast five guy. Yeah, he was one of the guys that had to put the the four GT back together. <laughs> it's on us for not. That's too, that's pretty fresh. We, yeah, I know. Should have should have recognized. We should have known he was somewhere in fast. <laughs> not necessarily pinpointing that it was five, but like he he was familiar. And then obviously we mentioned Brian Cranston and uh, his Breaking Bad alum Dean Norris. Right. I was uh, I was like, oh dang! Did yeah. you catch the other one? The other tie into Breaking Bad? Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Oh, okay. their hometown. Sorry, I was thinking. Yeah, I was yeah. after after Albuquerque, and but, then I m- remember seeing Dean or Hank or whatever. <laughs> That's what I said. I said Hank. <laughs> after seeing Hank, um, I was like, I was As looking for anything else that might be Breaking Bad. So I'm like, there's just it's too much to be a coincidence. But but Breaking Bad was like two years after this. Yeah, right? this was that all came later. So, so it really, it was just coincidence. coincidence and all yeah. Of it? Yeah. That, yeah, that seems a little foreshadowing. Yeah, I mean, you never know with the casting if maybe you know someone comes like, oh, I like. Dean Norris, you know, or whatever, yeah, but as a cop, it would have been, they would, it's not like they shared any scenes together or anything. But, I mean, yeah, right. he plays, he does play a good cop. To watch this in hindsight, it, it was, it was interesting to see, uh, the two of them, um, in the same movie. Definitely one that if you haven't seen, go and, and watch. It's great performances, like we said, all the way around from everybody in the cast. And did you, uh, there were a couple other, uh, they mentioned Frank, Uncle Frank, Steve Carell. Yeah. Original choice was Bill Murray. That could have worked. Yeah, and as I was like, was like I, I can definitely get there. Um, probably would have been a little. little I would have said a little older, and kind of would have played off a more like Arkin level, right? Like you would have been closer to Arkin than maybe, depending on how. And second choice was Robin Williams. Definitely bigger names, which to go to someone like Carell at the who at the time was not a name and not the name that he is right now. I mean, and, and when you look back at it from right now to watch, it's like, dang, they got Steve Carell and Tony Collette. It's like, but Steve Carell was literally nobody yeah. at the time. Bill Murray might have made me laugh too much in this. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what I wrote at the very end. I was like, "This is definitely a dark comedy." Yeah. Like, there's got some some issues there underneath the surface, but it still makes you laugh at certain points. And Arkin was uh, almost the standard 
uh, old man Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> the eyebrows. Yeah, the, I Sutherland. almost said the eyebrows. I didn't, I didn't know for sure how well that would play, but it's so obvious to me. <laughs> Every time I see him, it's the, only thing Did I you watch see. The Undoing? I did. Yeah, and they that's are, where it was. They were just out there. He had like extensions or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mascara for the eyebrows. Um, and then Kinnear was almost Ray Romano. And I don't know in 06 where that would have fallen in the Everybody Loves Raymond. I think time frame right in the middle of it not, yeah or or later like towards the but end it, of it maybe the, him as a him as kind of an asshole would have wouldn't have played to the role that everyone would have thought him as no either. i don't think it would have worked i think it might have been okay yeah and maybe just enough to like hey i'm doing something completely different yeah and one thing i know i saw in the notes that i definitely even in this rewatch didn't they said Dwayne was a child of a previous marriage oh and they the mom says toward the beginning he visited his dad in florida and then a wedding photo shows him like but much younger and then when he loses it and he starts and he runs and he, he yells divorced and he's to it's to his mom oh i know it's to i feel like it's we've talked about this before like maybe there were some other scenes that tied that together a little bit better and they got cut i thought he was yelling at them because they were getting a divorce yeah i think he, i thought he just i thought the divorce. same thing right but like not the, it was divorced his mom was divorced. And so, again, I don't think that was well explained by any means. But I, when I saw that, I was like, wow, totally missed missed that. What did you guys think of Grandpa's advice to uh, to Dwayne? <laughs> uh, it's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Get after it. Get after it. His I've, advice was to be with as many uh, be with as many yeah, girls as he could, as many as you can. Uh, <laughs> Not just as like, a 17-year-old boy. That's a that's a solid lesson. <laughs> I mean that that whole that whole scene made me. I love really even out loud. before that when he's like he's on a, a rant yeah. and Olive's just jamming out in the scene. Run, they're like you know cut, knock it off or whatever. And he's like she, was, she can't hear a single thing I'm saying. It was like turn around for a million dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and yeah, and there and again, their relationship is really, really sweet. Like he's clearly has some problems as a grandpa, but he's he's at the point where he just he doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna say what he's what's on his mind. He's gonna try to impart some wisdom on his grandkids, um, and he does. But his his relationship with Olive is just super sweet. Oh, uh, it's, it's amazing. A, it's the heart the heart of the movie. And like we we mentioned, um, the the quote that that you said in the beginning, um, uh, just him knowing that she needs to feel loved and, and and pretty and and he does that for her in such a sweet way that i think is just thought yeah the the focal point of the movie i love that they the whole time you think that he you know he got kicked out of this like retirement community and he whatever maybe it was for like the better and he's like no i loved it there <laughs> four to one ratio ah <laughs> uh, uh, he was just perfection yeah, he really was. Let's say, well deserving of of an award. I aspire to be that that old grandpa <laughs> went someday, but maybe not quite so crazy. Maybe not, but you know, <laughs> maybe I, not doing lines of heroin yeah, in the yeah. bathroom. What he says, like, don't do it when you're young. Do it when you're old. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to die someday anyway. Pick and choose which parts of those, uh, which part of that character you want to uh, yeah, emulate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> loving the, the comedy, loving the granddaughter, you know, and um, but he even actually had the. You know when his son, he even went up and tried to yeah. console uh, Kinnear, which you didn't kind of ever see a relationship there, and so that was absolutely it wasn't lost on him to be a dad for yeah. in that moment. I, I like that scene too, yeah, because like and even Kinnear, I felt like was didn't want anything to do with it, but then kind of like grabbed his hand and yeah, it was like and said thanks, right, without being overly emotional, was in. He appreciated it, needed to hear it, and 
exactly yeah i think i think you you nailed it right there with that analysis like it's it wasn't overly melodramatic or you know syrupy sweet and and anything but it was it needed to be done because yeah his he he died that night i think or whatever it was so like if if you didn't have that moment between the two of them you might be you might be you might feel that there was something lacking in their relationship but that let you know that hey, they were okay and that's why he was kind of okay with his dad passing. probably a little over the top with the stealing of the yeah. body but it did lead to the line that like my wife was almost crying when uh she said where's when i said where's grandpa and she's like he's in her trunk <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of was worth the uh very over the top storyline to have to to get to there yeah. in my opinion yeah <laughs> so you didn't you didn't know where it was going to go there so having a little bit of unpredictability is always good <laughs> yeah and so speaking of arkin he is our uh, our tie-in to uh, the bargain the brady's bargain bin choice this week we're going to the way back to uh, 97 one of the greatest decades ever uh, especially <laughs> when it comes to music yeah. anyway um uh and martin i correct me if i'm wrong this is uh I want to say one of your favorites, but a, a big favorite of yours, uh, Gross Point Blank. It, I mean, it it was always one of those that I I've only seen it once before, and I remember like loving it first time I, first time I saw it. So on the rewatch here, I can definitely see it's kind of similar to Little Miss Sunshine. Like I could see That's why I, I liked it at the, the time, and it's definitely maybe dated or or something. But there's there's also a lot a lot of heart. A lot of unique story that it, it, it's actually a pretty good tie into Little Miss Sunshine because, like, a decade before, it just was. I, I, you haven't seen any movie like this, right? Um, I think before or after. I feel like, I, speaking of which, I feel like it could almost like use a remake. I feel like it could almost be redone. That's in now, the nineties. I'll steal. Or, the, I'll steal this from probably Bill Simmons or someone else. If it was remade, would it be um, remake the movie or would you remake it into like a a, a ten episode series on Netflix? <laughs> I mean, maybe either, maybe either way. Yeah, I don't know how big the audience would would be there for it because like a big... it sounds like something that uh, Paramount Plus would do right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a big a big part of the you know the charm of the movie is the charming leading man is John Cusack. I just you could find another really compelling, charming lead. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. You can do it and do it for a different decade. So not John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Someone that's a, you know going to a ten year reunion. Someone that's in their thirties. Um, well, in which I have a, so. I have a thought about. I thought that it could also be remade, and I feel like you'd seen this before. I had. I tried again. <laughs> it's. I don't oh, you like don't, you don't like it at all. Oh, you don't, don't like Cusack. I don't think I like Cusack. No, I, oh, I knew that. I knew that was oh, where you were going. I don't think I like Cusack. Okay, I, I've seen him. High in, Fidelity. No. Yeah. If you don't like him in, in High Fidelity or Gross Point Blank, I don't think you like Cusack. No. Totally. That's totally. I mean, if you, yeah, this is him at his as most. Actually, say anything. Have you seen Say Anything? Bits and pieces. Lloyd Dobler. That's a good yeah, character's definitely. name in that. Um. So though, I would say those three. If you don't like him in either one of those three, but if you don't like him in yeah, in in say, uh, I'm sorry, in gross point blank or high fidelity, then yeah, you're probably not gonna like him and say anything either. So when you thought about making like remaking the movie, I thought about two movies that kind of play off of this, like similar, um, yep. Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Central Intelligence. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is already being remade, and but that is into, a remake into of into like a, a TV show, old black and white movie. No, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, isn't it? No, Brad Pitt, Angelina Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I think it's... being remade with uh, Donald Glover and uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, as a show. Okay. Yeah, on 
Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but have you seen Central Intelligence? Probably not. The, the Rock, Rock and, and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw. I, I have seen parts of it. Yeah. It so was... it's kind of similar where it's, you know, The Rock. Was... Oh, the reunion. I was like, what's your connection? But it's the reunion. Yeah, he is the reunion. Yeah, he comes back. I thought you were going to say Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but he comes back and like, he's like, what, you know, what happened to you? He's like, oh, you know, I went off and joined the CIA and now I'm, you know, this huge secret agent. And then that plays off to like Kevin Hart being the like the mini driver character, like not knowing what happened, then getting wrapped up and whatever's going on. But yeah, after watching this again, I'm just, there were too many Cusacks. I there were so many Cusacks. <laughs> Do you know how many Cusacks there were? Oh, yeah. Three in the movie, you mean? Four. four. Who's the fourth? You wouldn't know. Ann. Bill. Bill. He was Who's a waiter. Bill? Is he a, br- a brother? He's the brother. Yeah. Oh, I thought there All were only three All but one siblings. Cusack are in that movie. Wow. Which, which, she's an actress too. I really don't know what she did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she was and on the Pivens, outs. Pivens basically a Cusack, Was, right? yeah. yeah. Pivens, uh, yeah. They've had their falling out. Yeah. Yeah, they could have put the sister as the... The person checking people in, she could have played that she role. She is also very much, if you didn't know, I think you could guess it. She's very, like, Joan toned down. Oh, okay. I fe- Oh, I'm saying the sister that's, oh, I'm saying Anne. the sister that's in the movie, Anne. No, Anne, yeah. See, and that comes up to them at the table, I'm yeah. like, well, that's the Cusack sister, yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. And like, It's like Joan toned down, which, side note, this might, I actually liked Joan in this movie. Yeah, I thought she was okay in this, and I usually don't I'll like say we, I'm, I'm with you on Joan, I <laughs> I like John. I love John. Yeah. I think John is one of my one of my favorites. But uh, Joan, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, behind. Joan's very. She's been in good things though. Like she's in Shameless. The I show really like her, and she was really good in this. I yeah. loved her like flipping on a dime on the phone. I love. I thought she was just all around. She I was agree. pretty good in it. Yeah. There's another. The, the other reason why I don't think I like Cusack is he's been in probably the worst movie I've ever seen called War Inc. And I know the movie. There's, I find it hard to believe that's the worst movie you've ever seen. It's, really it's probably bad. not even the worst movie you've seen. Is won't. it from the 80s? No. no. It's I'd say early 2000s. Yeah. Hmm. But it's it's him. He's a assassin. Uh, his handler <laughs> is Joan Cusack. Uh, he has Dan Aykroyd's in the movie, too. So they did remake the it's movie. It's Gross Point Blank, too? It, 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 oh. I'd watch Gross Point Blank over and over again versus watching that again. <laughs> Martin's watching it tonight. Don't. I <laughs> Please don't. I just Marissa Tomei's in it, and it's... I'm watching it at this I'm point. I'm Twenty-eight 28% Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. <laughs> There's bad. no way it's the worst you've seen, but I get what you're saying. It was it was so bad. There were parts in this that I laughed and I chuckled at and, and thought were funny, but he just, he doesn't do it for me. It actually was less funny than I remembered it being. Um, less laugh out loud funny? Yeah. So for I, sure. I wondered where about that that I, I just didn't find the humor, I think, that I remembered it there being. Yeah. Um. I, I, and I think, I think that attributed fair. to the whole still enjoying it but not liking it as much because I think I thought it was a lot funnier movie and I just didn't find myself laughing as much. I think that's I think that's spot on for, for <laughs> me too. Yeah, we're we're definitely on, on some kind of wavelength today because I, I I totally agree with that. Like I I, I feel like I thought it was cl- very clever um, and and again just the the uniqueness of it. I liked the way that they he would never he would always be looking over his shoulder right like didn't want to have his back to a door like that's just very a very good character yeah. of a, a a character trait of an assassin right and they both do that uh, him and Dan Aykroyd are very you know just mindful of always having a gun on on themselves and like circling around each other Aykroyd seems was, like, so randomly cast. so randomly <laughs> cast in this yeah and 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 a lot of that I mean a lot of this is it's very you know maybe not super believable even even the other guys uh, in it like that other assassin that he beats. <laughs> The crap out of the his European. high school. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he really Cindy? the shit out of him. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that one. 
Wasn't it Sydney? Oh, I thought it was Sydney. Oh, you thought it was Sydney? I thought it was Sydney too. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe I missed that joke. Uh, either one of them. Maybe I would have laughed out loud at that point, but I didn't. <laughs> you changed a lot. Save me a dance. <laughs> I did enjoy it. I did want to talk about how much the soundtrack slaps. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I agree. And I knew that was. As I was watching it, knowing that you like the movie, I'm like, the music alone might be enough of the reason why uh, why Martin's on board. And that's one of the reasons I thought it would be good for a remake, because you could do all 90s music. It is as for... good of a movie as I can think of, off the top of my head, for songs that are played in the movie, consistently. There are like 10. It, it, they play a lot of music, because Mini Driver is yep. a DJ, and... And then they're at the reunion where you're going to yeah. be playing music around your era. There's a ton of music, and the music they play are all really, really good. Yeah, they're very good 80s songs. They play, you know, stuff from Blister and the Sun got uh, got the repeat. Could have done without a repeat. Oh, was it, was it twice? I only they played it the in and out. They right? played it earlier in the song, too. Got it. Didn't notice it. Yeah, it's like, you didn't need to go back to the well. You're crushing it on the music right now. And the original score was done by uh, Joe Strummer, who's uh, who's in the in the Clash. Um, and oh. yeah, I just... I just thought the the soundtrack in general. I don't know if he had something to do with the soundtrack too, but and I don't know if it was a soundtrack per se. Or I mean, it is ultimately the. Yeah, I don't know. Right, I don't know if they did a soundtrack or not. I I like to think so, but did you guys consider going back to your ten year high school reunion? That's funny. I had a note of do reunions still exist after Facebook? I I went to both the ten and twenty. I didn't go to any of them. Actually, I may not have made the ten, but we had some. I don't know, but yes, I've been to my twenty recently. Yeah, I I didn't go to my. Five, I was like a block away, and I just didn't. I had no interest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to my ten because I didn't feel like I had changed enough. Yeah. I had I no like, interest. Why going back? Those, huh? I had no interest in. Go- I actually, I think I hung out with people I graduated with too. I yeah. just isn't. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still talk to all the people that I'm friends. With. I mean, with it, friends of mine from there, I just don't. That doesn't seem like anything I want to do. It just seemed like something that. Just a very unique thing that you only get to do once, and I think they they did a really good job in this movie of portraying that right. Like, and it wasn't it didn't seem like a caricature of all the people you might see. You know, like they could have done like here's just the jock, here's just the stoner, here's just whatever. Like they kind of had all the weird people coming up to him, and he was just very awkward. John Cusack, like you yeah. could tell he was not young. Jenna Elfman felt the tension. Yeah, Jenna yeah. Elfman <laughs> in there, and I, I just thought every character that came up to him, I thought it was it was pretty funny scene when he was walk, walking around, and when the guy comes up to him like aggressively shaking his hand, he like basically <laughs> takes it. I was like, whoa, whoa, easy there. I just I laughed at a lot a lot of those scenes, and I thought it was yeah. really well well done. By, uh, yeah, his by comment Cusack. when Jenna Elfman's talking about it, and he's like, "Do you want to go somewhere else?" And he's like, "Or I don't know, something along those lines." And I, I actually yeah, thought they keep that trying was to hilarious. escape the conversations. Yeah, it's just it's just done well. And then Biff rolls in with his. Uh, New Bride. It wasn't Biff. But, but it, yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, is that? Oh, no, I, I know that actor, but I don't know his name. Awesome. So I still think it's funny that you guys didn't go. Yeah. Don't, aren't really interested. But uh, t- the point of reunions up to, you know, for our parents was it was like the one of the few ways to ever find out what people you went to high school were doing if you weren't in their lives anymore. And like that, yeah, that's all gone. You can, I know more about people that I went to high school with than I want to. But you guys enjoy alcohol. Yeah, I can do that yeah, literally yeah. anywhere. I can go to the store and buy my own alcohol. As opposed I to dodging invite... people at the... Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm definitely not going to win this argument. I can invite my friends over that I want guys. to see and yeah. drink alcohol with them. Yeah, but you guys liked high school, right? You weren't like... <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I don't think here, I did. Here it is. We're getting to the psyche. So, honestly, here, I thought that I didn't do enough in high school. Yeah. And so, I completely changed from high school i was yeah like, you mentioned that uh yeah earlier in, uh, yeah like in i episodes. i was so much more outgoing in college and 
Like I and better for it, I would say. Yeah, I think so too. So don't you want to show 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 those high school uh, friends or people that yes. the new Jelani? That's yeah, what but, I don't have any. Interest but what in. is that going to prove? I don't know. That's what I don't have any interest in. Right. I'm like, oh, look at me. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. pretty much the same guy, so I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so why would you go back? Because I went, you know, I hadn't seen a lot of. I mean, we had a big high school too. You had a big one too, yeah. right? You had how many? We had like 680, I think, in our. I had 732 yeah, in graduating class. So, like, I mean, you're not, I don't keep in touch with all of you. So, I guess you have maybe maybe less reason to go if, if you uh, are friends with it's people actually you a, want to be oh, friends it's with. A, it's a high school reunion. The whole high school comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all four years. I'd be more interested in going to that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, our, ours was huge. So, so yeah. I mean, we didn't have, obviously, not everyone shows up. But there were some people that I just hadn't. I like those people heard from that didn't show up in years, and uh, you know it's nice to kind of catch up. We mentioned uh, Mini Driver. I felt like this was a uh, there's some correlation between Mini's performance in this and Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just some little it's like a year later, wasn't it? Traits and things, the way she acted. I definitely I was like, oh man, that really seems like not that. It just didn't seem like they were that far apart in the in the roles, not in a bad way. She had a little uh, a little run, and those are two two solid movies to be in over the course of a couple of years. But yeah, even like you know, when she like lets him in and she runs and jumps on the bed, I'm like, did this happen in Goodwill Hunting? I'm like, I feel like it's it's right there. So yeah, she had uh, a string of I think pretty good movies. This one, um, then Goodwill Hunting the year year later, and then in 2000, have you guys seen the movie called Return to Me with David Duchovny? <laughs> uh, it was shot in Chicago. I know that. Yeah. Totally. It's I only at, know um, that because it's actually anchor. anchor. Twin Anchors. Twin Anchors. Thank um, you. And I know that because Mary, it's in my bargain bin technically because Mary owns it and she lived like a block from Twin Anchors. And yeah. So she was like, I love this movie. And it was shot like right by our apartment. I was like, I've never heard of it and I, want, I don't want to watch it. It's good. <laughs> It's one of the better rom coms. I'll have to uh, tell her that you she'll be she'll be pumped. It's yeah. It's I mean, are I you sure? Know, good. I haven't I haven't seen it probably since two thousand. But do we have to do a podcast on it? No. But, okay. But it was it was and it's it's a you know totally convoluted story. But I think yeah, you like, said rom com already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's very typical in that sense. But there's I think it's I think I remember liking the people um her her family like her dad and her like uncles or whatever run the restaurant that's that's twin anchors it's not twin twin anchors in the movie and they're just very good those characters are just kind of make the movie so gotcha no yeah, i worth, definitely worth haven't watching. seen it but it's it's in the bin all right maybe I, we'll get back to it I some can, other time <laughs> with two company <laughs> uh it's good i would uh i'd recommend it the as an old movie and it does still hold up to a point um young you mentioned piven young piven and yeah they him and cusack were obviously in a lot of movies together for for a while because they knew each other from uh, from Evanston, but yeah. I thought he was. It was kind of interesting to see him again in in that kind of the role that I remember pre Ari pre Ari yeah. right. Like he was that sidekick guy, and I'm sure he didn't love being that, but like he was for so long in so many movies. And before he got like his fake hair or yeah. whatever <laughs> implants or whatever, like he was balding when he was like 20, right? Right, like, bald when he was 20. And uh, when and was just, uh, PCU? when was PCU? <laughs> right, loved PCU too. Oh. You don't love PCU? No, I do. Oh, I do he, yeah. he asked when it was. Yeah. I'm like, I... Oh, I don't know. I think it was like 93. Top of my head. 94. Yeah. Close. Close. Yeah. Young Favreau. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Real young Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> that movie might need to come up at some point. Blood or the dog's <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, I'll but, watch that but, anytime. But yeah, it was good to... Uh, I really just... Yeah, the cast... Oh, I had a, an interesting nugget here. Who do you think is... Uh, who, who do you think in this movie has the highest net worth? Joan Cusack. 
You think she is the highest net worth of any, everyone in this movie? I'm going to go Azaria. Oh, because of The Simpsons for so many years. You still want to say Joan? Uh, well, by your tone. <laughs> you think Joan Cusack's made yeah, more money than everybody. She's been like Toy Stories. Toy Stories, Adam's Family Values, and Shameless. I don't know. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's not. One okay. or well, two. Or not three. One or two or three. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hank Azaria. I don't know. Her brother is has more than her. Uh, I don't know. I would, I would. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just tell us? <laughs> I clearly am not good at this game. Um, it's actually, So I thought it was Azaria. It's by far and away Ackroyd. And oh, it's okay. not even close. Because of every, I mean, Ghostbusters, uh, a ton Blues of stuff. Brothers. And I think he, he's got the alcohol. I mean, they all have alcohol companies, but I think his is actually pretty successful. So we're this, not just going off of it, I, movies. Yeah, network, you, did, you yeah. said network. Um, not box it's office. like, it's staggeringly high, though. Like, so I thought his area, I had heard recently, like, yeah, he gets like 300,000 an episode for Simpsons. So not hard to start racking it up. And I thought, actually, so that was the re- my motivation for looking it up was, because it was going to be his area, and you weren't going to think of him. I thought you might, Martin. You guys have way more faith in me, I guess. <laughs> well, box catcher. you're the Simpsons guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if nothing else, I will give you all the credit in the world for uh, being all in on the Simpsons. <laughs> but, so is he, though. So is Jelani. I enjoy the Simpsons. I don't think I'm as deep as you are. Yeah. You're, okay. you're, I think you're on the level that I don't know. I, st- I have stopped watching the last, like... You were just watching it, like, a couple weeks ago with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> but we're starting from from season one. <laughs> like I haven't watched like the I'm saying I haven't watched the like the new ones for the last like ten years. Okay, yeah. Um, I stand by my yeah, initial initial thought, but the first ten years um, are gold. Yeah, it's like a couple hundred million for Ackroyd yeah. and Azaria is like eighty million. Yeah, which is obviously no small potatoes. Danny Ackroyd, yeah, nice haircut. Yeah, that was uh, blew my mind <laughs> with uh, when I saw. I was like, it wasn't. Yeah, it's just not even close. It's like over double the next highest person, which is. Uh, yeah, good he's for him. He's probably a strange dude, don't you think? Oh, he, oh probably. Sure. He's like outright like weird, known right? as a weird Known as weird dude? Yeah. I don't know this. I don't he's really like know. He's like, I think he believes like that UFOs have come. UFOs and ghosts, I think. Yeah. He's, like, okay. like he's a big, that's why Ghostbusters was a thing. Like he, like it's a family story or something it's like not, that. It's not, yeah. He's like into like the hardcore belief of. Yeah, this time I, I gotta look at this, look into this. I didn't know. Yeah, he or just seems like, yeah, he just seems like he'd be a weird dude. I guess some. No, I you nailed right. that. Your hunch was uh, <laughs> your Spidey. Sense I just can't imagine on. sitting next to him and being like having a normal conversation. Probably him less than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Like I could see Bill Murray. You know, I could. I, I think he'd be pretty normal. But Dan Aykroyd, no, there's no. Oh, way. I don't think any of these people are normal. But that's fine, and I don't mean that in a bad way per yeah, se. No. I just think it's a different world that they they live in an inconceivable uh, world that doesn't yeah. make sense to peons like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Strong recommendation for uh, for Gross Point Blake, and yeah. uh, if they make if they remake it, then let's work on a script, guys. I was gonna say maybe we need yeah, to uh, definitely push something to who the forefront. Ca- who would you cast as it, Jelani? As the main, as the lead, as today, as a so what age? What age ish are you looking it for? Needs to be a thirty something, yeah, or, or twenty year or 20, reunion, yeah, twenty eight. I was saying you could do a twenty year reunion. It doesn't need to be yeah, a ten. Do, I mean, you I can do twenty year reunion. That's fine too. So any age range, but just somebody that's extremely charming, not a psychopath, <laughs> but could be a psychopath. But could be possibly, yeah. You might have to have to play, and that's that's maybe why it did work because yeah, he, he's not fully believable as a as like a badass killer, but um, but I think you just like the character enough to, to go along with it but yeah i, I mean like you, i think you'd be a good casting director actually I, I think if i sat and thought about it a lot yeah i mean right, i'm just gonna I'm put go, you on the spot right on the spot like right now i'm thinking, somebody from suits <laughs> <laughs> i 
could see that. <laughs> but I actually, I was going to go with Lakeith. Oh, see? Have him come back. See, now you're talking. Right? And then you can, you know, we can go down the rabbit hole of, like, casting everybody else. I think else. he's older than you think, but yeah. Lakeith? Yeah. It's it's fine, but he could play I was, He could play 20 I know. I'm just, 40. I was going for the, that's why I asked for your guidelines. Yeah. Uh, how old is he? How old is he? <laughs> I said. I mean, you could also you could flip it and go either Brian Tyree Henry or Donald Glover, like pretty much anybody to cast from Atlanta. Which one's Brian? Wow, Tyree? look, he's twenty nine. He fits under the thirty. Brian Tyree Henry is uh yeah okay Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just just pick and anybody. Call it. At... You could send him back to Atlanta too, and then just or, or just What's... you pick any any city, right? That's what I'm thinking of a title. You can still it. do it in Detroit. Yeah, you you could still go. You keep it in uh, Auburn know. Hills. Yeah, I say I don't know. <laughs> Gross point. I don't know anything. Yeah, demographic wise, <laughs> if that fits. We're flipping things feels like uh, I didn't see a lot of uh, a lot of minorities in, in the uh, in the peripheral shots of of Gross Point. Although they did build a mini mart where a house was, yeah, so, or whatever. That would have never happened. That was such and a. I, I liked. Random. Yeah, yeah. That that was weird, right? And that blowing up and nobody caring and going yeah. in there and being like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Yeah." There's, I almost went Team Jelani there for a second. Yeah, that's true. That was. <laughs> I did forgot you, about that. Part did you also? It's watch. not a word for word remake, is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna improve some things. It's not psycho. But the the final shootout. When he's in the house, again, just when you're doing a shootout, people are going to run out of bullets, unless you're John Cusack, and you never run out of bullets until the very end. All right. I've seen enough John Wick. and They just know. showed the reloading off screen. They didn't show it. <laughs> reloading happened off screen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just use the TV instead. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, it's an early 90s movie, or a late 90s movie, whatever. Like, Don't worry about technicalities like yeah. that. I like it. I like your... Like your casting ideas, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I think we got our casting director. So we're getting the cast of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I know Donald Glover's just looking for things to do right now, so <laughs> he's but not yeah. busy. Yeah, we'll just take them and then throw them in. Maybe give a, a Zendaya as the love interest. Nice. So there's no budget. <laughs> <laughs> Sky's the limit, guys. <laughs> She's cooking right now. <laughs> right. I think you have. Uh, Brian Tyree be the Dan Aykroyd character. Lakeith be the Lakeith be Cusack. I don't yeah. think we're getting Glover. We can just take yeah, him. Just, yeah, I love I love to have Glover, but I, we're not getting him. No, obviously everything else. Or is you very could be re- the Piven front. Everything Piven else is character. very realistic. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we get Jermaine Fowler as the Hank Azaria role, and I'm trying to think. So was this. Hank Azaria the former Ohio State running back, or was that the? <laughs> of which, course. <laughs> I, was, I, <laughs> I was like, what now? He was on the squad with Johnny Utah. <laughs> Utah, give me two. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So that script's coming soon. And I think it, I think we're looking at a ten episode. Uh, oh yeah, season. Sure. But With it's the, a, it's a one and done. There's really I don't think there's really no, there's a, no yeah. reason for two yeah. seasons of this. Um, I did see there was a that a funny line in the Golden Globes. Uh, they said there. I think it was Amy Poehler. She's like, yeah, nobody wants to watch movies anymore. They want to watch one hour show five five hours in a row. <laughs> That's telling me. I can't watch like a two hour long movie. Yeah, nobody sits down and you're like, oh, I'm not going to make it through this two hour movie, but you'll watch <laughs> five hours it's, of one, of one hour episode. It's so episodes. spot on that yeah. it just, yeah. I've done it. I mean, I do it a lot. I'm like, ah, I don't have it in. I, I told him, I'm like, I don't have it in me to watch like, I watch this movie that, you know, I want to watch. And then I'm like, I don't know. It's up till 3 a.m. 
I could have watched two movies back to back. <laughs> this movie's an hour and 45 minutes. Nah. Let me get six episodes seems, of a half an hour show. Seems <laughs> like a lot right now. Uh, That's why you shouldn't get TikTok. <laughs> It'll just be like just one more 60 second video. And then before you know it, it's 4 a.m. Yeah. We're sticking to your. Uh, I'll just I'll your send fil- you the good stuff. Yeah, I'll be your, your algorithm. Well, Curate that. Let's not say good stuff necessarily, but he'll keep sending us I'll send stuff. you stuff. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Well, as always, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're currently enjoying this podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Our, O-U-R, Film Fathers, exclusively in that order. Thanks, and go to bed.